It's a brand new day. Let's teach your way. It's time for music play. Welcome back to the Music Play Minutes podcast. This episode is also available as a webinar with a handout and a PD certificate. All extra resources, including visual examples mentioned in this episode, can be found at workshops.musicplay.ca. Choreographed Wiggling Using Music and Movement to Teach Early Literacy. Today, join Denise as she explores the many different activities and songs available on Music Play and how easy it is to integrate literacy into the music classroom. Okay, hello everybody and welcome to our Wednesday webinar for April, Choreographed Wiggling. And I'm happy to be here. It's, it's lovely. Um, we actually delayed this a week because I was in Mexico last week. So last week at this time, I was luxuriating on the beach and really enjoyed it. Um, we have helping me on this webinar, Danae, give a wave, Danae. And we have Morgan, who is going to convert said webinar to podcast when we are all done. So the term choreographed wiggling is one that John Jacobson used in a workshop a long time ago. He said, kids are going to wiggle anyways, so we may as well choreograph it and make use of that necessity to move that children have. Now, I, I had a really special day today. I got to go into my grandson's preschool class, 24 kids. I did have the teachers with me, so I wasn't there completely on my own with 24 kids that I didn't know. Um, but 24 kids that were very engaged. I would say there was probably a few three-year-olds in there. There was four-year-olds and there were some fives. Um, but I had them right here and engaged I would say for 45 minutes is what we did. And I had them engaged because I had them wiggling. We started with time for music, clap your hands. And then we went on to say, what, where else could we keep a beat? On your head. We tapped on the actual beat charts. We did a ton of stuff. But it's the fact that they're moving and they're wiggling that they're, they're doing it. And we taught them lots of musical skills today. And of course, action songs are wonderful to, for teaching musical skills. But it's, it, they're also really good for teaching letter sounds, letter recognition, and uh, vocabulary, and lots of other concepts. So I've got a little demonstration, and it works much better live than it does over a webinar, of why we use music. So I'm going to say a poem to you, and I want to see how much of it you can say back to me. Miss Polly had a dolly who was sick, sick, sick. So she called for the doctor to come quick, quick, quick. The doctor came with his bag and his hat and he knocked on the door with the rat tat tat. He looked at the dolly and he shook his head and he said, Miss Polly put her straight to bed. He wrote on a paper for a pill, pill, pill. I'll be back in the morning with my bill, bill, bill. Danae, I'm going to put you on the spot. You get to unmute because not everybody can. And we're going to see how much of that you remembered. And everybody else, try along with Danae. Miss Polly. Miss Polly. Sorry, I was helping with the stream. <laughs> but you know what? I bet nobody else got it either. Because when you just hear the poem, you don't take it in. So now you know the task, but I'm going to add movement and I'm going to add melody to it. Miss Polly had a dolly who was sick, sick, sick. So she called for the doctor to come quick, quick, quick. The doctor came with his bag and his hat and he knocked on the door with a rat-tat-tat. -tat. He looked at the dolly and he shook 
his head, and he said, Miss Polly put her straight to bed. He wrote on a paper for a pill, pill, pill. I'll be back in the morning with my bill, bill, bill. How much did you get this time? Danae, are you brave? Well, I don't think I got all of it, but I can try and be brave. Okay, everybody try with Danae. Okay, so Miss Polly had a dolly who was sick, sick, sick. She went Called no, for no. the doctor. Came oh, no, quick, 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 quick. The doctor came with his bag and his hat. And he knocked on the door with a rat tat tat. He, he looked at sorry, the dolly and he his, his head. And he said, Miss Polly Putter. Straight to bed. He wrote on a paper for a pill, Ooh, pill, pill. Yeah. I'll be back in the morning with my bill, bill, bill. And he puts his hat on and takes his bag. Second time, you got way more. First time, you get this much just, just by hearing it. We had melody, we had movement, you get that much more. And of course, you knew what the task was and you had repetition as well, which is the other thing that kids need lots and lots and lots of. I'm gonna do one that I did with the preschools this morning. I did, um, it's a preschool poem and it's chook chook. And we go chook, 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 chook. Good morning, Mrs. Hen. How many chickens have you got? Madam, I've got 10. Four of them are yellow and four of them are brown. And two of them are speckled red, the nicest in the town. So in order to get all that repetition, I had the kids do it back with me, just doing the movements. Then I had them do it with a quiet voice, then with a loud voice, then with a fast voice, then with a slow voice. By this time, most of the kids are getting about you know, these are three, four, and five-year-olds, and most of them are getting um, most of the words. So later on, I did chook chook again later in the lesson, and I said, this time I'm going to do it with magic lips. And when I asked the kids to do it with me the last time, so they've now repeated the same little poem five times, but after the magic lips, it was magical how many of them had learned it. So the choreographed wiggling is uh, adding the movement really helps the kids to learn. And they're learning lots in addition to just learning the poem. Four of them are yellow and four of them are brown. I was in Hunter's preschool class, my grandson who's turning 14 this year when he was three or four. And um, I made a mistake doing the poem and I said five of them are yellow and five of them are brown and two of them are speckled red, the nicest in the town. And one little girl puts her hand up and she goes, but that's 12. This little girl who was three or four had figured out that four and four and two was 10. But when I did it five and five and two, it was 12. Like that's some learning that they're getting out of this one little poem. So valuable, valuable to add music and movement to everything. Now I am a big believer in using the alphabet songs and we have stories, 
we have alphabet songs, and we have um, action songs that use the letter for each of these letters. I've got a daughter who's a kindergarten teacher now, a sister who is a kindergarten teacher 40 years. And the sister helped me develop this set. We, I think we started in 2003 and they keep evolving since then. Um, but Carmen's concern was kindergarten teachers have a lot of curriculum to cover. And what she wanted me to do was to use all piggyback melodies for them. And I'm sorry, I, I'm okay with a little bit of it, but not for every letter. I wanted something unique for each letter. She said, well, then what you have to do is you have to make them really, really easy for five-year-olds to learn. So we used either repetitive lyrics where only one word changes from verse to verse, or we used echo, bebop the bear, bebop the bear, so the kids just have to echo, or we used um, lots of movement with it, but they were all really simple and really short. So the, uh, the letter A song is still my ultimate all-time favorite, so we would sing. Short letter A says ah, 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 ah. Short letter A says ah, 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 like alligator al. Short letter A says ah, ah, ah. It's sung, it's spoken, it's sung. So they get lots of repetition that short letter A says ah. And then we do the action song that has lots of the ah sound in it. Alligator alarm. Alligator alarm, ah! Alligator Al's awake looking for my arm, ah! Oh no, it got eaten, so I have to hide it behind my back. Now he's gonna go for my legs, sing with me. Alligator alarm, ah! Alligator alarm, ah! Alligator Al's awake looking for my leg, ah! Oh no, he got my leg, now he wants my head. Alligator alarm, ah! Alligator alarm, ah! Alligator owls awake and looking for my head. Oh, I think I just got eaten by the alligator. And then what I like to do is use this to teach the kids different parts of the body. So shoulder, elbow, wrist, the parts of the body that we don't usually do in songs. We do head, shoulders, knees, and toes, but we don't do elbows or wrist or knuckles. So we'll find parts of the body that they maybe don't know, and then we'll sing the song with those to help them learn different body parts. This is really and truly, this is, um, I think, a, a classic kids song now. It's kind of taken on a life of its own. I love this alligator puppet. I have no idea where I got it, but he's one of my favorites. So I'm going to take you to the website and I'm going to share where you can find these on Music Play Online. So if I go into the song list and I search alligator, and there's my alligator along, all the alphabet songs are in pre-K and they're in the song sequence. If you want them by themselves, they're in a unit literacy, and I'll show you that after. So this is our wonderful music play teacher, Dana Hero, who um, has done a telling of the story and a teaching of the song by rote. If you want a little bit of voice rest, by all means, um, use Dana to do that. We have some kids' demos. These are my kids' demos. We have short and long letter A, and then we have some printables here as well. So we have the letter A poster. This is what I just showed you. Oh, this is a new one. Look at this. I'm going to have to print out my new ones.
These are the new beautiful illustrated ones. I'm actually hoping to make these into a storybook, but they're beautiful. And then we have all the song videos. So that's how you'll find the letter A song. And we have lots of other letters in there. Um, I'll show you some of my favorites. So I am going to look for Turkey Tango. This comes in October because Canadian Thanksgiving is in October, but save it for November if you're in the US. So we start with letter T says T, letter T says T, T like turkey, letter T says T, and then it's spoken and then it's sung again. But it's doing the turkey tangle that's so much fun. So push back from your chairs. You've taught all day, you need a stretch. So we're gonna do the turkey tangle. Short, easy for the kids to learn. Um, somebody posted on the Music Play Teachers group on Facebook that they had to do a concert with pre-K and they weren't sure what to do. And I do know there are teachers out there, you can see here a kid's demo of Turkey Tangle. There are teachers that choose the favorites from the alphabet song and they do an alphabet program with pre-Ks. And it works great and Parents love it because they're cute little songs and it's easy for the teacher if you've done them in class all year. By the end of the year, those kids know them. Okay, I am going to look for Morgan the monkey and there it is. Um, I had really cute little monkey masks that were sold at a local dollar store. I'm pretty sure you can get those at uh, US Toy if you're looking online for something like that. And at the time that I got them, I think they only cost a dollar each. Um, we have redone the recording of M Morgan the Monkey, so it's Morgan the Monkey Likes to Dance, Morgan the Monkey Likes to Mamba, every time he gets a chance. And I do that with the hands. And then Morgan the Monkey Likes to March, I have the kids stand up and march in place. My sister, the kindergarten teacher, had her kids sit and march in place. She didn't like them getting up and moving around too much. And then Morgan the Monkey Macarenas, we do the Macarena, and this is really fun to do with the kids to see how they manage with this. 
So let's try the song together. Um, it's one of those, again, only one word really changes each time. Those repetitive lyrics make it easy for the kids to learn. And if we were going to do the um, letter M song, letter M says mmm, letter M says mmm, mmm like monkey, letter M says mmm. So let's do Morgan the monkey together with the kids demo and just do the movements. We'll do them all for you. And it's those fun flourishes at the end that make these cute little performance pieces if you decide to do an alphabet program. Okay, for the letter F, we've got Finn the Fish. And I got this amazing Finn puppet. Finn the Fish puppet. This amazing shark puppet. Um, in Vancouver at Granville Island, 20 years ago, and I haven't seen another one since. He is just literally the best. In fact, when I clack his teeth, if his teeth catch me, it hurts. And then I've got a bunch of little fish puppets, and I suspect, I think these might have come from Ikea. So I've got Finn the, the little fish sings first. Finn the fish is four feet long, and he gives me a fright. Finn is fierce and Finn is fast. He'll eat me with one bite. And then Finn says, Fee, fi, fo, fum. Look out, fishies, here I come. So it's a cute little song and it just repeats that over and over. Repetition, easy to learn, but fun to perform. I've had teachers that had this acted out where they had big sharks, like this, and I had other kids be the little fish. Um, so you can get as creative as you want with it, but I'll share the, uh, no, I'm not gonna do that kid's demo. I'm going to do the lyrics video and I'll show you the motions with me. My youngest grandson is five and he's the preschool class that I went into this year. He goes into kindergarten in fall. Uh, his favorite bedtime story, all my other grandkids like the three bears, Goldilocks and the three bears. But this grandson is just that little quirky, different, and his favorite story is Jack and the Beanstalk. And I think the reason he likes Jack and the Beanstalk is because the giant says, fee, fi, fo, fum, I smell the blood of an Englishman. Be he alive or be he dead, I'll grind his bones to make my bread. Probably not the best bedtime story for a five-year-old, but he loves it. And I think that's why kids love this Finn the Fish song, is because of the fee-fi-fo-fum. Three, 
with this particular puppet, if I want to get really, really mean, I can put my hand right through and I can grab the little fish and steal him. But it's easier just to bite him. It gets a little complicated using these ginormous puppets. So those are four of my favorites from the Alphabet Action Songs. And in terms of choreographed wiggling, the kids love those and um, ask for them over and over again. I'm gonna stop sharing for a bit because I'm gonna do some poems. So action songs and finger plays, they not only engage the students, it's just, it's an automatic response from kids. When they see you moving your hands, it's an automatic response for them to copy you. When I start time for music, it's literally, I don't know these kids, I don't know their names, they don't know me, but within seconds, they're with me because I'm moving to the music. And I find always that same wonderful response from kids when I do um, uh, do, the, do the movements. They, they're engaged and it's interesting. I've been delving a lot into the world of what means engagement in your classroom. And I'm thinking older kids, not the little ones. And there's engagement and then there's compliance. Compliance is when the kids do what they're supposed to, not because they're really engaged, because they're they, they want to be obedient and they want to do the right thing. Engagement is when they're, boom, they're totally focused into the activity. And this is when we really get fun. Fun involves a playful activity. Fun involves something where we're um, connected to other people. And fun involves flow. And if we have those three things, we've got engaged kids having fun and they're learning at the same time. So in your handout for this session, I've got a bunch of poems. Um, I've got jelly in the bowl as one, and I like to do it like this. Jelly in the, no, how do I do it? I'm not even sure. Jelly in the bowl, jelly in the bowl, whipple wobble, whipple wobble, jelly in the bowl. And typically I'll put that on instruments. Jelly in the bowl. Jelly in the bowl, then a different instrument. Wibble wobble, wibble wobble. Jelly in the bowl. And we might try that again, same way I did chuk chuk, where we try it in a quiet voice. Let's do it quiet. Jelly in the bowl. Jelly in the bowl. Wibble wobble, wibble wobble. Jelly in the bowl. Let's try a loud voice, ready? Jelly in the bowl. Jelly in the bowl. Wibble wobble, wibble wobble. Jelly in the bowl. They're hearing A, A, B, A form. We're not going to label it as such with pre-case, um, but what a great opportunity to add sound effects and add instruments to a, uh, to a finger play or a movement little poem. So slowly, slowly. This is really a baby rhyme, but I still like to do this with pre-case and kindergarten. So we start on their hand and they do the, 
themselves. Slowly, slowly, very slowly creeps the garden snail. Slowly, slowly, very slowly up the garden rail. And then we go quickly, 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 runs a little mouse. Quickly, 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 in his little house. And if you um, feel comfortable having kids partner up and one do it to the other, it's quite fun because they tickle and it's, it's a fun one. If you're not comfortable with that, have the kids do it themselves. Let's go one more time. Slowly, slowly, very slowly creeps the garden snail. Slowly, slowly, very slowly up the garden rail. Quickly, 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 quickly runs a little mouse. Quickly, 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 quickly in his little house. And if I was doing that with the baby, I absolutely would tickle them. Uh, Crisscross applesauce. I'll use my shark as my person. Criss, cross. Maybe I'll use my alligator. He might work better. He's got more shoulders. Criss, cross. And I use two fingers to tap on the shoulders. Applesauce. Spiders crawling up your back. Cool breeze. Tight squeeze. Now you've got the shiveries and now you tickle. So again, fun, kids love it. And they're learning all sorts of expression from that. Um, lots of vocabulary learning. I was listening to a lady on, um, I believe it was on a, a CBC radio program yesterday, talking about kids coming into school and kids from homes, or from homes kids from homes that are living in poverty, and this is often our immigrant families, our ESL families, kids who come from homes who are living in poverty, come to kindergarten with about 500 words. Or no, no, it was speaking by age three. Speaking by age three, 500 words. Children from homes of professionals at age three we're speaking 1,200 words. This is a massive vocabulary deficit for kids who come from more disadvantaged homes. And if we are doing preschool music with kids, this is a beautiful, beautiful place to improve and enhance their vocabulary. I look at Chris Cross applesauce. There's lots of words right there. Spiders running up your back. Cool breeze. Breeze might not be a word they know. And we show them what it means. Tight squeeze. And squeeze might be a word they don't know. And we touch their shoulders and we squeeze and we show them what it means. Now you've got that shiveries. And of course, that's a made up word just to tickle. Um, one I love, another one I love, and I'm following my hand out fairly closely here, goes really well with any Opposites book. I've got Eric Carle's Opposites book. It's almost a given that this is going to be in your school library. And you can go in, and it's a beautiful picture book. This is day. What's the opposite of day? Night. Beautiful illustrations. What's the opposite of up? It's down. And what's the opposite of young? Would be me old. 
opposite of short, and that's me. Long. Opposite of awake, asleep. Opposite of high is low. Opposite of wet is, can't get it open, dry. So beautiful little picture books that we can go through. And then we're going to teach them the open, shut them song. And again, with our fingers, we're showing what those words mean. So we're building vocabulary in the kids that we're doing it with. So I'm going to share screen again and go back to our Music Play site and search for open, shut them. So do movements with me so you learn them. Open, shut them. Open, shut them. of learning in that song. Again, you're going to have to repeat many times till the kids get to know it, but it's um, it's great for them. I've got the germ song in the handout, and even though COVID isn't around as much and as much of a concern, um, boy, kids are getting lots of colds and flus. It's been a good week for my daughter's family if they have nobody in the house sick. Um, so I have a, kid, a teacher demo here of how we do this. So I'll do the lyrics, video, and do the movements with me. This is just a great little song for reminding kids of the importance of hand washing, covering when they cough, and don't share your drinks. Um, our kids, the little preschoolers this morning, they came into the preschool, they hung their backpacks up, took their coats off, and the first thing they did was went and washed their hands. So. I think the, the teachers are certainly aware of this still. Shake our fist. Germs.
it's not a preachy COVID song. It's just a good little song for teaching kids to wash their hands. And it's funny, I have a kindergarten teacher friend and the germ song was the kindergarten's favorite song of the whole year. Who would have thought? Okay, Tommy Thumb is another one I have in handout and I'm looking like I'm gonna have time to do most of it. So Tommy Thumb, uh, we finally have some kids demos of this. Uh, when we did the lyrics video, we couldn't find any good clip art. So this is my grandson when he was four or five-ish and he is graduating from high school this year. So that tells you how long we've had this one going. Those type of finger plays are really good for developing fine muscle coordination. Um, a lot of kids come into kindergarten not able to cut with scissors. That's lack of fine muscle coordination. And it's going to affect everything in their school life. They won't be able to print neatly. They're going to have difficulty holding a pencil properly. So the more of these kind of finger plays we can do with kids, the more we're going to build their fine muscle dexterity as they go. I have in the hand handout, um, I mean, the handout could have been 100 pages long if I included every action song and finger play that's fun for kids. Uh, we just have so many of them within the music play program. But some of the ones that I noted here, I really like Chuck Chuck, I mentioned before. There was a little turtle and he lived in a box. He swam in the river and he climbed on the rocks. He snapped at a mosquito, and he snapped at a flea, and he snapped at a minnow, and he snapped at me. 
He caught the mosquito and he caught the flea and he caught the minnow, but he didn't catch me. So we talk about turtles and how when the turtle is swimming, it's very smooth. But when he's climbing on the rocks, it's rough. And so I use that as a, a lesson in um, smooth and separated. Uh, Tony Chestnut, what a great song for teaching. I've got on the handout dynamics, but it's really good for teaching tempo because we do it slowly and then faster, faster, faster. Uh, there's a big long list of movement songs. I define action songs as something that I use my hands for or I use just my upper body for. I define movement as something where I use my entire body. That's my distinction. I don't know what other people use. But essentially, action songs are non-locomotor. They're really gonna help to build fine muscle coordination. What I call movement songs may be locomotor. They may be moving in place, but they use the whole body. And what locomotor, uh, what the full body ones are really good for is for getting the kids to develop that steady beat. Um, the third page of the handout talks about music and literacy. If a child can sing it, he can read it. And in that, we're talking about the really predictable songs, like alligator alarm, ah, alligator alarm, ah. Once the kids can sing that, they can look at those words and track them. So it's music is a hugely valuable tool for enhancing early literacy with kids. So Music Play Online, we've got a wealth of different kinds of materials um, for them. So one, number one, I love singing storybooks. And I brought my five little ducks in here because I believe I have five little ducks in the main lesson plans. So this is a published storybook and Scholastic has a wealth of these kinds of storybooks. And this one is based on the Raffi's version of Five Little Ducks. Ours is very similar to that. So the, this will fit the music play version really, really well. Um, and basically you take the book and you sing it with the kids instead of reading it to them. So this is uh, the singing storybooks. And if you go to your classroom teachers in your school and you say, could you give me one of your scholastic flyers? If you keep an eye out, you can acquire a library of singing storybooks for your music classroom that is beautiful. Now on Music Play Online, I have some manipulates and they come in a sheet like this. And I've got six ducks there. One's mother duck and the others are her five little ducks. So you can cut these out. I like to put manipulatives like this in an old CD envelope so I can see where they are. You give each child a package. And then what they do is, as they're singing five little ducks, I don't know if I even have five here. I do have five. And do I have one bigger one? I do have one bigger one. This is my bigger one. I'm gonna have to aim my camera down so you can see better. Okay, so there's my mother duck, and here's my five little ducks. And as I would sing, I would take the ducks away. I did this today with pre-Ks and five green and speckled frogs, and I had five little Ikea puppets. I'm not gonna buy puppets for the whole class, but I could do little manipulative cards for them. And they really like these. And you don't necessarily have to have one for each child in the class. You could make one set for you to demo, um, but the kids 
are very engaged with these little bit longer songs, these predictable songs, if they have these um, manipulatives to use with them. So Five Little Ducks I also have as a class book. This isn't the Five Little Ducks class book, it's a different one, but it gives you the idea of what's done. The Five Little Books class book is shown in the, um, in the handout. So what I do with this is I give each child a page of the big book and they create an illustration for it. So one child does this page and in total in this particular book I have 21 pages. So that would work out really well if you have a class of 20 kids. Um, and each child does one page. And these fit really well on these black Manhasset music stands so that you can have them as a big book in your class. If you don't have enough, uh, if you have uh, not enough pages for the number of kids, make two books. And the ones that do it really, really fast, you can give them a second page. Um, this makes a really, really good activity to leave for a substitute teacher. Um, again, I, I might not use my class time to have the kids illustrate it, but if I have a substitute teacher coming in and I've taught the Five Little Ducks song, that would be a great activity for a non-music sub to do with your students. They would probably feel a lot more comfortable doing that than, than some other things. So that's the big class book. Then for many of these same songs, we've got what we call mini books. And my very, very smart kindergarten teacher daughter figured out how to do these. I think she maybe has done it for something else in kindergarten. So this is half of an eight and a half by 11 page. Print out the pages from Music Play Online. And then um, you put them on the photocopier and set it to double side with two left staples. This one, if I hold it up close, you can see it has one staple in the center. If I wanted to make it a little better, I could add staples to it, but for my purposes, it's holding together well enough with just the one that the photocopier does. So then I get this off the photocopier as an eight and a half by 11 with two books. I take it to the paper cutter, I go slice, and boom, I have two mini books. I can do a class set of these in about 10 minutes. I don't want anything that's gonna take a bazillion years to make, these are so quick and easy. Our original format for the reproducible books involved a lot of cutting and, and collating and putting together. These mini books take literally five, 10 minutes to make a class set. And there's pretty well a mini book almost for every uh, week of grade one. And grade ones where they're learning to read, if you have a child that's going home to a, a home where there isn't a lot of storybook material, if they take these mini books home, that's one story that they can read with parents. Two versions of many of them. This one is a non-illustrated version, so the kids would create the illustrations for this themselves. Again, wonderful activity for substitute teachers. Leave them a class set of mini books for whatever songs you've already taught. And, um, and then a substitute teacher could do that with them. It's still a good use of musical time because illustrating shows that they comprehend. It's aiding their comprehension. So it's, it, there's, a, there's a valid learning purpose to illustrating lyrics because it's, it's demonstrating that they comprehend, understand what the lyrics are all about. Um, 
but these are great. And we've got these, I don't know how many songs are done. We're in the process of doing uh, more of them for upper grades because we've done lots for pre-K, K, one, and two. Now we're adding more for grade two, more grade three, some grade four, some grade five, because even your older kids, I think, can benefit this from this. We did, um, I believe we did a class book for the song Follow the Drinking Gourd for grade fives during COVID. And it was something that um, teachers said they really, uh, really used and really liked. Uh, Five Little Ducks is in grade one. It's actually in pre-K as well, but I would use the grade one version. And here you can see I have the Five Little Ducks manipulatives, those little picture cards that I showed you. I have the class book. If you want a big book that'll fit on the music stand that you can use as your own big book. I have a text-only mini book and an illustrated. So the illustrated mini book, the kids don't have to draw all the pictures. The, the illustrations are already there. So if I want to search globally in the song list, if I search mini book, I can see I've got tons of these. So green is kindergarten, yellow is grade one, this is pre-K, um, and you can see pre-K, and let's go down further. There's one from grade two, and as I said, there's more that are coming for those upper grades because I still think it's quite valuable. Another literacy component that we've got is Ask Me Pages. These take less copying, and they um, are an effective way of in letting parents know what you're doing in their classes. So I'm going to look at Frog in the Middle. I love this song, actually. If you haven't found this, it's a great chase game that kids really like. So I'm gonna to go to the Ask Me page. Orange, grade two. So this is here for grade two. So what it says is today in music class, I learned to sing the song Frog in the Middle. Ask me to sing it to you. Invite me to sing the song to three people that I know. Do a FaceTime with grandma and sing the song to grandma. Do a FaceTime with grandpa. And then what the kids, uh, get to do as well. In addition, draw a picture that shows what the song makes you think of. And here's the song lyrics. This is a nice short little song and Lisa added questions to them um, to again to as extensions. Ask me to show you how the game is played. So if you've played the game in class, they can, if they have a big family, maybe they could play the game at home. So this is actually, um, I think this is an idea that I got from John Robin. I think we've extended it a little bit, but these Ask Me pages are a really good way. Again, we get the song lyrics in the hands of the kids at home. We have the illustration. You could even leave this for a substitute teacher, but I think the mini books would give you a little bit more of a full lesson. Um, lyrics, movies, and concept slides. So uh, we have been able to separate the concept slides. This used to be all in one slide and it was hard to know. It, it, I think people didn't know the wealth of materials that were in those concept slides. So now we have one slide lyrics. Frog in the middle can't get him out. Take a big stick and stir him all about. I can make it even bigger by doing that and by opening to full screen. So I can make it nice and big and we can read in chorus. Choral reading used to be something that we did all the time with kids and it's something that's not done nearly as often. And there's lots of research 
that says choral reading is a really good strategy for teaching kids to read. So if you're teaching a song, pull up the one slide lyrics, read them together with your students, um, with our COVID kids. Everybody needs to support literacy. We're not taken away from our music class by doing this. We're enhancing literacy and enhancing um, music class. I love these notation slides. Those of you who use the lesson modules will notice that as I'm updating the modules for teaching songs by rote, I'm using this. And this is what I would do in my own classroom. Um, in this particular song, I wouldn't expect the kids to read the solfa, but I would expect them to be able to read most of those rhythms. Ta, ti, ti, ta, ta. And if they aren't confident readers, I might read it and have them echo. But I would use this notation so that they're seeing song notation in every lesson, in at least one song, because that's how we we develop that music literacy and, and music literacy. Um, the reading songs that use just so me or so me and do, I would have them sing the soulfish. And we usually, almost always, have a little staff up here that tells what the solfa notes are. If you've lost your voice, mine is old and croaky and doesn't work as well as it should. We've got the accompaniment tracks here. And in the, the sidebar here is the vocal track and the accompaniment track. And this is now done for every song in Music Play that's in the song list. So if you want to practice a song for performance, the easiest way to have the song lyrics projected with the accompaniment track is to pull it up as, as the notation slide. So I love these notation slides. If it's a long song, I would pull it up as the one slide lyrics. So I'm projecting all the words to the song and then I still have the accompaniment track. I have some songs that are really good for dramatization. I've talked about the lyrics being really good for shared reading. I've talked a little bit about comprehension. If you show the um, the lyrics of a song, let's pick a song that has a little bit more meatier lyrics. Um, trying to think what I did in the module. I'm gonna look at learning modules, grade two for week 32, because I just updated this. Okay, I've got Mum, You're the Best, so read. Let's go to Mum, You're the Best. This would be a good one to read together in chorus and read the lyrics together and then talk about what it means. Hope you have a special day. Bring you breakfast in your bed. Oops, the toast fell on your head. Do you think mom likes that when you bring her breakfast in bed and the toast falls on her? Um, but we read it and make sure that the kids understand all the words. Um, Cinco de Mayo is on the 5th of May. I'm going to be in Nova Scotia on that day. But um, I put Spanish songs into all the lessons for the first week of May so that if you celebrate Cinco de Mayo, you've got something Spanish to celebrate with. So in this case, I would use the concept slide for teaching the words to the, the, the Spanish words. Juanito cuando baila means when Juanito dances. Baila, baila, baila. Dances, dances, dances. And I'd go through the meaning of the song because I want the kids understand what they're singing about. Even if they don't remember all the words, baila, dance, maybe they'll get that one out of it. So I hope this has been, I'm going to stop sharing for this second. Um, I hope this has been a, 
a good introduction for how choreographed wiggling is going to help you reinforce literacy concepts, but not just learning concepts. We we learn lots of vocabulary. We learned fine muscle coordination. It's just going to enhance the development of your children in your classrooms. So I would love to have your questions. Danae, do we have any questions in the chat? I currently have one question and it is, where did you get the shark puppet? <laughs> I got the shark puppet on Granville Island in Vancouver about 20 years ago. And I don't think it even has a tag telling who manufactured it. I have never seen one this good. Um, but there are some good ones. I know Folk Manus makes a, a very good shark. And I have a smaller, softer one that works better for me for traveling because this one is a little big. If I want to do carry-on, it fills my whole suitcase. Um, so there are a variety of shark puppets. Generally, Folk Manus is going to have some good ones. I still really love this guy, this alligator. I have so many puppets and I can't give them up. Even if I only guest teach in preschool five times a year, I, I can't give up my puppets. So any more questions, Danae? Uh, no, I have no other questions. Thank you everybody for coming. I, um, If you have any questions at all for me, you can email me at denise at musicplay.ca. I'd like to encourage you to take a look at the Artie and Denise workshop for this summer. Our summer symposium, we're going to hold it in two locations, in Washington, D.C., 10th and 11th in Washington, D.C., and then we're going to Austin, Texas on the... 13th and 14th. Okay, so there we go. That's our dates, 10th and 11th in Washington, D.C., 13th, 14th in Austin, Texas. We've got um, some really good hotel room prices for there if you want to make a trip. Um, a, a trip of out of it. Uh, it's it's a fun it's a fun conference and it's tiring, but you just fill up with ideas and inspiration. So for information on that, go to workshops.musicplay.ca. And any of you who haven't tried Music Play online yet, sign up for that free account and and give it a try because it is, I think the most amazing tool for music teachers. And it's very affordable at $175 a year. It's just an amazing value for what you get. And literally, there is updates to it every single day of the week. Um, we have a team that's working constantly to improve it. Bye now. All right, perfect. Thanks so much, Denise. Bye, everyone. Thank you for sharing your time with us today. If you would like to earn a PD certificate for this episode, download the accompanying handout, or watch the webinar, please go to workshops.musicplay.ca. See you next time. It's time for Music Play.